Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project, the holiday episodes. We're on December 28th. We're almost done 31 days of December. Thank you for listening to the Insomnia Project. For anyone who's joining us, who hasn't heard us before, these are our holiday episodes, so they tend to be a bit peppier and aren't quite designed for you to drift off, though some of you have. Thank you for falling asleep during this podcast. Other people just find it a lovely little holiday accompaniment and they're enjoying it. Thank you for all the messages everyone has sent me and Amanda and Amy through the holidays and how much they're enjoying these particular episodes. I have a great deal of pleasure and happiness to say that I'm going to be recording here in Florida with my father-in-law, a fan favorite, Dan Barker. Welcome back to the podcast. I thank you. And I'm going to try not to edit this episode, so you may hear my mother-in-law coming in in the background. I think she knows we're recording, but if you hear it, that's just the way it is. So, it is December 28th. How were your holidays so far, Dan? Well, so far they've been excellent. Uh, You know, we're uh, sequestered down here in Florida, and... The weather is uh, definitely cooperating. It certainly is beautiful weather. The Christmas tree is still up. But I wanted to talk to you about the exciting topic of your retirement. Oh. How's that going? Uh, it's going, uh, I think it's going quite well. Um, it's uh, when one retires, I mean, you're you're changing your lifestyle and many other things and Hopefully, uh, when you do retire, you think about uh, the, fu- the future and what you want to do, uh, what you'd still like to accomplish in life. So uh, I'm at that phase, but uh, we have crossed a few things off our bucket list. I love it because it reminds me of I want to make a resolution for New Year's. New Year's is fast approaching and the goals that I want to set. So tell me, what are some of those goals that you have accomplished in your retirement? That's the slide door that's opening. And that's Amanda who's opening the door and coming in and out of the lanai. But uh, what are some of the goals that you have accomplished? Well, the one thing when we, we retired that we wanted to do and want to do through life uh, is to travel, to see the world. 
enjoy some of the uh, other aspects of different cultures. And I think we've uh, accomplished just about everything uh, we've wanted to do there. We found that cruising uh, was a way to go for several reasons. You mean but, cruise ships, right? Uh, cruise ships, okay. yeah. Perfect. And also, uh, the uh, we've also cruised on the rivers of Europe, etc. So, and those are much smaller boats. And uh, we've checked off the countries we wanted to visit and get to know a little better. Go back, as an example, with our heritage, my wife and I. It's England and. Uh, the UK in general and Ireland, right. and uh, we've had some very interesting times there. I know you have a particular, in, particularly interesting story about Scotland. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, what we were doing, we were on a cruise, <clears throat> actually around the British Isles. That's how we uh, first went to the British Isles. And although I did quite a bit of traveling in my work, um, seldom was my wife in a position because of her work to join me. So uh, one of the uh, first cruises we did was a cruise around the UK. I see. And we started off in, uh, in London um, I sh- guess I should point out the week before that we were in Ireland. Uh, but we started off around London and uh, went west around the UK. And halfway through, and uh, we were having a good time, halfway through I developed a terrible toothache. And with that, realized that I had lost a filling. Chomping too strongly on British candies? I think in Scotland, it wasn't the, you know, the candy. Um, They have dishes such as haggis and whatever, and that'll that'll kind of turn your mouth into something, let me tell you. But no. uh, Any haggis lovers out there, you can send your letters to Dan Barker. That's right. (laughs) So at any rate... um, we were definitely living, let's say, high off the hog, as we say here. But at any rate, by the time we get to the very top of uh, Scotland, there is a group of islands. And that group of islands, uh, you can still find the buildings that date back to the Vikings and uh, the early Scots, etc. But at any rate, I had to go to the uh, ship's doctor and say, uh, I'm in pain, and, uh, you know, it looks like I've lost a filling. I most probably chipped a tooth. And they said, well, we won't be able to help you out or find a dentist for you for um, a couple of days uh, because it's such a rural area. At any rate, the Mm -hmm. story goes, the dentist they used was all booked up. He says, I can't possibly see him. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, my schedule just doesn't permit me to to do that. And, what, and therefore, they, and I grant the cruise ship had to work hard at this. They found a dentist. It was a new dentist. 
And his practice was different than most. Uh, as you know, they have social health insurance. Yes. And even in the uh, dentistry, it all goes through, uh, shall we say, the government who sets the rates, etc. Well, being that I wasn't a citizen of the UK, um, they chauffeured me over to this dentist that was on the far end of an island, and he would take uh, private patients. So at any rate... I guess when you're on the far end of the island, you got to take whatever patient you can get. Yeah, I'm just happy he wasn't a veterinarian. Okay. <laughs> um, so long and short of it is uh, I get in in the dentist chair. Five minutes later, I'm done. Oh, uh, I mean, it was just quick, very quick. They don't mess around in Scotland with uh, teeth. They do not, apparently. Don't so. bang the table, because when you bang the table, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I won't bang the table. Mm-hmm. So uh, he gets done with me in about five minutes, and then he looks at me and he says, well, sir, I'm sorry, but I have to charge you for this. Oh, of course, because you're not, you're not privy to the UK socialized, um, you know, dentistry. So I said, well, of course, you know, I, that's not a problem. Uh, what do I owe you? And he came back and said, well, it'd be about five pounds. <laughs> and I just laughed because <laughs> what was that? That was like less than $10. Right. So I said, that's just not a problem. Uh, so I go out and see his secretary, and I uh, I pay her, and they give me a very nice receipt. And as I remember, they also gave me a little ba- a bag, a little toothpaste, and uh, some things to help keep my teeth, uh, you know, clean. Sure. And uh, a little cement, and just in case the new filling fell out again, uh, at least until I got home. So I just couldn't get over it. I thought it was tremendous. And now, and the cruise ship chauffeured me, which was roughly 50 minutes to an hour to get there. Um, So this young man um, realized, he said, well, you're not able to see any of this area, are you? Because you had to go to the dinner. I said, well, uh, that's right. Uh, Didn't have that. I was signed up for a... uh, for a tour, but no. He said, oh, well, we'll take the long way back. Okay. So he was showing me... Wait, the uh, dentist was driving you back? No, no, the uh, the chauffeur, the chauffeur uh, okay. from the uh, cruise ship Thank uh, you. Okay. line. Um, very nice young man. Um, and as my wife said, a uh, very handsome young man. Okay. <laughs> so at any rate... Uh, he, he took us around, uh, because my wife did come one. He took us around, showed us uh, what uh, what the old-time villages looked like. Sure. And some of these, there's a special building that they have over there that they use for multi-purposes, but one is as a barn. Oh, I see. And what it, it's made of stone, but it has a dome top. It's circular. Oh, yes. And has a dome top. It almost looks like a fairy tale type design. Would you it, say? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, and uh, very intriguing. 
because as he was saying, he said, well, as an example, this one was built, you know, 1,200 years ago or, you know, whatever. Right. Because they do have little placards sure. uh, on some of the stuff. So uh, I found it very interesting. I knew nothing about Scotland um, and certainly the islands. Uh, never, uh, never heard of the uh, islands to begin with, and they all do have names. But uh, the uh, local industry is primarily farming and fishing, and and there are ferries that go to and around that area. So we had a very delightful day, one of the best that I can remember. That's so interesting um, that you had a tooth issue when you were traveling because your daughter Amanda, when we were in Florence, had a tooth issue. And I'll get her to tell us about that on tomorrow's episode. But since I have you here today, mm-hmm. so that was your trip around the UK and Scotland. Yes. You currently live in Florida, which you affectionately call God's waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, let's put it in perspective. Um, we have all age groups in Florida. And I'm sure if anybody is familiar with uh, sports, they, they certainly know of universities sure. and, and teams such as the Miami Hurricanes um, and the Gators out of uh, University of Florida. Uh, however, we have quite an elderly or older community, those of us which have retired and certainly got tired of the cold weather. Our listeners can probably hear some hips cracking as we speak. That's right. And, uh, you know, I belong to that elderly group now. And uh, we get around. It's very interesting because down here you'll see all types of things. One thing that stands out are these old muscle cars from the 60s. Right. You can see that especially with the gentlemen, they're fulfilling some of their wishes they had in life. They wanted that GTO or uh, Super Sport or, or uh, Jaguar or whatever. Sure. So um, that's one thing you see quite a bit of. The other thing you see a lot of is you'll see some of the veterans, and they all have the same type of ball cap. That's the sliding door in case anyone was wondering yeah. what that sound is. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, and so we wear our hats. Uh, I was in the Army during the Vietnam era. And we have a joke. And, and we look at one another. Nobody ever thanked us back then for serving. But down here, they're very gracious. And people will stop to shake your hand and say thank you for your service. Right. And uh, it's it's uh, actually quite rewarding after all these years. Well, it's interesting you should mention um, the muscle cars that a lot of old-timers here drive. Because on the opposite end of that spectrum is the golf carts. I see a lot of the elderly people here drive, driving. And that's someone's phone going off. So in case you're hearing those tings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, in many communities, the main mode of travel is the golf cart. Of course, uh, these are 
private communities, gated communities, sure. uh, golf courses, of course, but mm-hmm. uh, more so you see them just just for traveling to go to the store or uh, or go out just cruising so that they can you know have a have a nice time visiting their neighbors, etc. Sure. So you mentioned that you've had the opportunity to travel a lot as one of your goals in your retirement, mm-hmm. and we've mentioned different vehicles. What's the strangest vehicle that you've been on, whether that be a boat, a car, you know, a bicycle, on one of your tours? Oh, well, um, yes, I mean, uh, whether you're on a cruise ship or you're visiting a country, uh, certain countries, uh Bicycles are, as an example, a primary sure. uh, mode of transportation. And going to the Netherlands and the rural areas of Belgium, I, I can't say that I see a tremendous amount of bicycles in Brussels or any of the large cities, but certainly around the countryside. Um, and... Those bicycles are a little different than what we have in North America. Sure. Um, and everybody has one. Uh, I had a good friend that I met up with in the Netherlands who lives there. And he said, no, we all have bicycles. This is how we go to work and sometimes to run errands, etc." And I looked at the bike and uh, I said, oh, that's very interesting. Very interesting. I don't see that it has more than one speed, though. Right. And, and he said, no, no, then most of them don't. And then he got a bike for me, and we went out and did a little, little traveling around the village he was in. And they have all these, I think they're very nice, very beautiful bike paths in which that's all you see are bikes. Right. All right? And... Uh, it's nice to see here in, in North America that more and more communities are setting these up. Um, over there, my impression was what a great way to see the country. Sure. Uh, I was in, and I should say we were, in some farmland areas of Germany. And there, and there are bike paths that go through people's fields into the woods, right. from one village or town to the next. And uh, I'm not going to say they're overly crowded, but they certainly have their their people. I mean, the sure. number of people are using it. I had the opportunity to ride bicycles, or, or I was a tour guide, a bicycle tour guide in Europe. And the one thing that always struck me was how the people who are driving cars work with cyclists and they really respect cyclists and though I find Europeans might drive fast they're good drivers and they and they respect and allow bikes to do what they need to do on the road so it's a really lovely relationship between the two and I I have noticed that here in North America more and more bike lanes are coming coming and they're really exercising that sort of fact of let's provide space for cyclists to get around because it is such a great way to, to travel well a good example is my son uh, has used his bicycle 
to go back and forth to work, and he lives outside the city. Right. And what they've done is they've ripped up uh, an old railway area, made sure it was graded over, and even uh, put some hardtop on on the top. Right. And uh, they're not bothered by uh, cars or other things. You know, they have a free, as he said, I can get into the city and to work faster on the bicycle than I can using a car. That's wonderful. That would be the goal for a lot of places, I think. So you mentioned goals that you have achieved or, or executed in your retirement. What are some goals that you have now that you're retired that you're looking forward to? Yes, that's an excellent question. It's an ongoing uh, scenario. Uh, certain things I wanted to uh, do or have uh, that I... I'll give you an example sure. of what I'm talking about. Um, when I first got out of the service, I was just 21 and always wanted to have a boat. I lived very close to the ocean. and uh, You made never, boats at one point, right? Pardon me? Didn't you make boats or didn't you work for That's a, right. I worked for a company called Boston Whaler. Right. And uh, we... Uh, certainly made boats. Uh, back in the day I worked there, there were only three sizes, 13-footer, 16-footer. And then we introduced a 21-footer. Or large, medium, and small, as I yeah, like to call Pretty them. much, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was nice about the con- company is that they were always uh, working on uh, development of new models, right. et cetera. At any rate, um, I was able to to buy a boat when I worked for them mm-hmm. and had a great time with it. Um, I did get out of boating because uh, of a couple of reasons, but one is my family was growing. Right. And not only did I lack the time that I needed to go boating, but, uh, of course, your priorities change. Sure. And you'd rather make sure you're your children have the proper uh, clothes, et cetera, than, than you having a good time on a Sunday afternoon. Right. So at any rate, um, I thought I'd be getting a boat in retirement, but now that I'm retired, I find it's a lot easier to rent them when you want to go out okay. and use a boat. Uh, so that's something I, you know, that was something always we had talked about having him. No, we don't. We've lacked that interest. Mm-hmm. I'm not into cars, so I don't have a muscle car. Sure. Um, and some of the hobbies I had in my younger day um, have no interest in pursuing now. So things change. Sure. And that's, uh, I like to think of it as flexibility. You know, it's interesting because now that we're in kind of these days between Christmas for many and just before New Year's Eve and the new and the new year, a lot of people have these days off. And one of the things I've always appreciated when I come down here is we'll often take a boat out and go on the river. Or remember, we 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 took that boat one time and it took us all around. An area here in Florida where we got to see a bunch of gators and birds and whatnot. 
And that was a lot of fun. But even the drives that we do sometimes in your car, just the other day we, we took um, Highway 1, is it? What do you mm-hmm. call that? And it's yes. right by the water. And we took it for about an hour and we just saw all these beautiful homes and just the water and different, um, what do you call them? Uh, docks. The docks going and, out. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's just such a pretty thing to do to really take a ride wherever you live during this time where you don't have anywhere you need to get to or go to and just look around and see what's going on and try to look at it through the eyes of someone who's not racing to work or trying to get to an appointment, but rather look at the beauty that's in your, your area. Very true. Very true. So here's my, my last question to you Mm. for listeners, anyone who is going to be retiring soon or is looking forward to their retirement, do you have any tips or sage advice to those who are going to retire? Obviously, set some goals you want to accomplish. Ease into your retirement. Try not to break a hip. What are some, some things you might recommend? You want to enjoy, and sometimes that means you want to be flexible in what, what you end up doing. Um, and what I mean by that is that, you know, I, I no longer have desires to, to own a lot of things that I thought I might. Sure. Um, but I want to ensure that, you know, we live a, a comfortable lifestyle. And in order to do that, um, we do plan ahead as to what is the best time of year, et cetera, to be uh, traveling. Sure. Um, one of the great things about flexibility is we can we can travel when others aren't taking their vacation. Right, and you can take advantage of last minute deals or savings because you have no one to answer to but yourselves. That's very true. Well, Dan, I want to thank you so much for being a constant guest here on the Insomnia Project and willing to just sit down and record an episode for the holiday episodes. Thank you so much. And all the insight that you provide to our listeners, I can understand why they're one, why you're one of the fan favorites. Well, I often wondered when I was uh, running a company why some of the employees would fall asleep when I talked. Now I know. I found my calling. You did. It's an asset. Certainly a plus for us. Thank you so much, Dan Barker, and to all our listeners who've been listening listening over these past 28 days. Thank you. We've got a few more days to come before the end of our holiday episodes. And then you'll hear back from us with season six in February. We'll have more details of that to come. Until then, we hope you were able to sit back, listen, enjoy, and who knows, maybe even sleep. <laughs>